Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. It is me. 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 
something powerful. Hallelujah. Just give the person on your right hand a high five. The one on your left hand a high five. If you don't have anybody sitting by you, just hit your chest. Give yourself a tap. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. And let's take our seats gloriously in the house of God. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God will order your steps. I said God will order your steps. And your feet shall stand at the right places. Anybody who has been waiting for a miracle call all this while. This morning, as I stand upon this exalted altar, I declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let the next phone call be that testimony. I say, let the next phone call be that testimony. Let the next phone call be that testimony. In the name of Jesus Christ. Some of you are almost giving up. But I came to tell you the God of Elijah that said tomorrow by this time the God of 24 hour miracle the God of 48 hour miracle let him appear on your behalf I said let him appear on your behalf speedily in the name of Jesus Christ speedily in the name of Jesus Christ may you receive a miracle that will shock you I said, may you receive a miracle that will shock you. As you are thinking it is too late. May God appear for you that you may know that he is now starting with you. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree let the sun stand still until your breakthrough comes. Let the elements of the heavens respond for you in the name of Jesus Christ you will not be late in life I said you will not be late in life in the name of Jesus hallelujah take your seats what a blessing what a church look at somebody say I'm in a mega church ask the person do you understand what a mega church is tell the person it means that I'm not ready to go anywhere but I'm ready to bring more hallelujah this morning I want to talk to you about transiting into glorious future transiting into what glorious future look at somebody and say there is a glorious future for me when you go to school and your teacher tells you A say A you have to say A because repetition is a matter of retention and one thing about the human system is that what you say is what the system responds to so if you say you are glorious you are healthy 
your system respond to that and you become healthy and the bible said that god said that whatever you've said into my ears that is what i would do and the bible says he has placed the power of life and death in the tongue he that loves it shall eat it thereof. So when you come to church and pastor says that say something, you have to do what? Say it. Because you may not know why pastor is telling you to say it. Look at somebody and say say it. So that it will be well with you. Mary told the servant, said, whatever he tells you, do what? Do it. Mary catch us on phone. He said, you'll be KBI. Say amen. Say I'm glorious. Say I'm a mega man. I'm a meg. Did the woman say, the women, did you say I'm a mega man? <laughs> what a shock. The women are becoming men. Then the men are men, men. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say I'm a mega woman. Hey, the men are smart. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Genesis 19:15 to 26. And when the morning arose, the, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the man laid hold upon his his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters. The Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. That means outside the city. Okay, Charlie, give us an IV so that we can we can. It's better to understand what he's saying than to. Some of you like speaking big big English, but you don't know what you are saying. You, and your life is still the same oh. your life is not big <laughs> I'm speaking big English but you don't, know, you don't know what they are saying as soon as they had brought them out one of them said flee for your lives don't look back tell somebody don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain flee to the mountains or you will be swept away the verse number 18 says but Lord said to them no, my lords, please. The rest of my night is that your servant has found favor in your eyes, and you have shown great kindness to me in, in sparing my life. But I can't flee to the mountains. This disaster will overtake me, and I will die. Look, here is a town near enough to run to, and it is small. Let me flee to it. It is very small, isn't it? Then my life will be spared. The angel said, very well, I will grant this request too. I will not overthrow the town you speak of. You speak of. There are certain presence when they are in your life, God will not destroy you. Amen. The devil cannot destroy you. Amen. There are certain things happening in this town. They don't know that it's because of this church in this town. About about eight years ago, I was praying at dawn in my house. And then I fell asleep. And I may die. And 
and the Lord appeared to me and he said you are in charge of this area you are in charge of this area then he said you see the next house behind your house someone is about to die he said you permit it I said no when I woke up early morning I forgot about it then I heard screams in the house shouting like someone was dying then I remembered the thing do you allow it so as I said no I knew nothing would happen to the person. Because lot, lot ran to a certain city, the angel said, I will spare the city. You see, because of you, eh, your family will be intact. Because of you, any distraction that has been designed to attack your family to attack your nuclear and extended family because of you I said that family is intact in the name of Jesus he said because of you I will not destroy this little town I will not destroy it the Bible says we are the salt of the world we are the preservers of the world wherever we go we preserve the place from destruction yes that's how important you are the verse number 21 take your seat and he said unto him very well I will grant this request to I will not overthrow the town you speak of. The verse number 22 says that, but flee there quickly because I cannot do anything until you reach it. Ah. What is this I'm reading? What is this I'm reading? He said, I will not do anything until you reach it. Why? 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 There's a song that says, and now I and now wabemuere God is so patient with you he's waiting for you you will arrive I said you will arrive what has the Lord said about you what has the Lord spoken concerning your vision and your ministry what has the Lord said concerning the future I'm here to tell you God is waiting on you and for you how do you feel when you know that everything is working together for your good? Yeah. You say, I will not destroy. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. That is why. I'm waiting. He said, but flee there quickly because I cannot do anything until you reach there. I can't do it. There are certain things which must happen to you. Eh? There are certain points in life you have to get there before they happen. 
and you may be one man was saying care too. Now so I was say would do baby and son as had the There are certain breakthroughs that must come your way. And more room be where we say power. It can never happen at where you are until you get to that point. See, I will baby. I won't pray pray because he said we be do be. I was say we do. There are certain great things that must happen to your life. I was saying you make a CBC wa brabo. You will never see the manifestation until you reach where God is waiting. Now swear to me, Danny, where the cause he said we be do be and you may. There is a point in your life that God is standing still waiting for your arrival. I said there is a point in your life. There is a place in your life. Beloved, if you, until you get there, you will never know abundance. You will never know riches. You will never know exhortation. You never know lifting. There is a place. But you know something? God is waiting until you get there. He said that is why the town was called Zoar. Zoar. Amen. The verse number 23 said, But the time Lot reached Zoar, the sun had risen over the land. That means it was like 12 o'clock. They started the journey in the morning. And then he got there like 12 o'clock in the morning. Verse 24. Then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of heavens. The verse number 25 says that. Thus he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, including all those living in the cities and also the vegetation in the land. And then the verse number 26 says, But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Say mercy. God said, Don't look back. But Lot's wife looked back. Lot's wife looked back. And the Bible says, He became a pillar of salt. As I'm talking to you up to now, the pillar of salt is still at the same place. The pillar of salt is there. And they call it Lot's wife. Why did Lot's wife look back? When Abraham was leaving his father's hometown, the Bible spoke about Abraham. He spoke about Sarah. He spoke about Lot. He spoke about the cattle. But he never spoke about Lot's wife. It means that when they were moving from their father's hometown to Canaan, Lot had then not married. So if Lot had not married, it means that Lot's wife is not coming from Abraham's hometown. So if Lot's wife is not coming from Abraham's hometown, then where did Lot marry? The Bible makes us understand that when they go to a place, Abraham requested that Lot chooses a place that he goes to stay so that he too can stay at a place. And when Abraham, I mean, Lot chose, he chose a land he didn't know one day the place would be called Sodom and Gomorrah. 
Senalot and Waradia, and Yahino Kowari free. Bible, my Yetia says, Brana only Abraham, Etu and Amoban, Edubia Abraham Kachani, Sel, Pabia, Ope, Namisome, Pabia, Akano, Nanalot, and Nimsebe, Bia, Opano, that, that Chimbino, Yabefren, Sodom, and Gomorrah. So there is a high possibility and probability that Lord's wife is coming from Sodom and Gomorrah. And Yabetumia can't say, Lot in Yuri, every Sodom and Gomorrah. Married from Sodom and Gomorrah. Lord, I worry free Sodom and I say Gomorrah. So when the time was up for the angel to ask them out of the town, and he am ready to say above for no better choice, I want free crowdian for the distressing of the place. Esa o say ya na eba hundi because the place has corrupted. Esa say na proye ababia. There was so much sin. Na bonya dosso all over the place. I want biya hundi na. And God sent an angel. Nenyame sumo above. Go and destroy that city. Go na go say crowdian. Go and destroy that city. Go na go say crowdian. Whilst they were going, they had a conversation with Abraham. By reason of the intercession of Abraham, Lot was saved. And by reason of the mercies of God and the grace of God upon Lot's life, whoever was connected to Lot had to be saved. So, though Lot's wife was coming from Sodom because of his connection to Lord, he had to enjoy the grace of God. There are people in your family, they are rich not because they are hard workers, they are rich because you gave your life to Christ. There are people in your family, they are supposed to die, but they are still alive because of your prayer every morning. It is easy for an unbeliever to feel I don't deserve the cross, but he doesn't know that somebody has already died for him already. Because of Lot, Lot's wife was saved. But because of Abraham, Lot and his family Because of you, your family will be saved. I said, because of you, your family will be saved. In the name of Jesus Christ. Sit say. But watch this. The angel told them, he said, as you are leaving this place, I have given you the opportunity to go to this small town. You see, there are men, there are men with the grace of God that wherever they enter, because of them, the land is preserved. You will never understand this mystery. I was thinking about something this morning. How? Young people in this town now have the confidence to approach ministry. And the way Christianity in this town is turning around. And I remembered, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm the one who has done the whole work, but there is a role that the Lord gave me to come and do in this city that I realize I can see the manifestation. The day of my induction and my ordination, the white prophet from the United States of America told me, he said, God says I should tell you that he's sending you back to that land. Back. When he said back, what does it mean? Where I'm coming from? 
So he's sending you back to that land as Joshua, go open the gate for my people to enter. So today we see certain manifestations, the hunger and the test for some level, I mean the love of God and the things of God in this town and people may think that oh, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be, but for the presence of you and I, for the presence of certain pastors, for the presence of certain believers in this city, the city is preserved and that is why I'm here to tell you, your family can never be destroyed as long as you are praying, as long as you are fasting as long as you are alive God is preserving you and your city God will preserve you and your family I say God will preserve your job some companies are what it is because of certain presence that is there. I'm telling you. The Bible says that when a righteous man leads a nation, he said the nations are do well. So there are certain presidents when they are with a certain nation. Haven't you realized what happens to the Bush family? Anytime Bush family takes over the American seat, there is always war at Iraq. Amen. Amen. So whilst they were living, the man who was not from Sodom, the children who were not from Sodom didn't concern themselves about anything about Sodom. They weren't worried because his grandfather, his grandmother, his grandbrother, no grand thing was in the city of Sodom. So Lot was moving and the Bible says that his wife was following and the angel pushed them out of the town. But while they were going, watch something in life. You must learn certain lessons to get to the next level. While they were going, they saw fire flying from the heavens to burn Sodom and Gomorrah. But because Lord's wife is from Sodom or Gomorrah, she couldn't stand the fact that her family, her grandfather, her grandmother, certain people are getting destroyed. So she turned her back and looked at her city. And the Bible says that she became a pillar of salt. But what amazes me is the fact that when the wife of Lot turned the back and became a pillar of salt, Lot decided not to even look at her. Not even her, how much more Sodom? Not even her, how much more Gomorrah? There are certain things that will love to attract your attention to the past. I came to tell you, 2019, many things have happened. But I'm here to tell you there is a journey. We are on a journey transiting into a realm of glory, to a place of glory. And we need not look back. You don't have to look back. You don't have to look back. That is why you don't have to attach your heart to the past. That's why you don't have to attach your heart to the past. What is in the past? Achievements. Disappointments. Broken hearts. Failures. Errors. Sin. These are things that define the past. These are things that define the past. Let not even your achievement of, I mean that is the symbol, the symbol of Lot's wife. 
was focused on where he was going. Lord, say you any idea, Lord, any Sodom, any Gomorrah. Now, so brother, now or say ye a can on the Lord and Shenachi. Ladies and gentlemen. Many of us, the reason why we are not able to reach our next level is not because we are not educated, it's not because we are not powerful, it's not because we are not anointed, it's not because we are not skillful. But the reason why we are not able to see the next height is because we don't forget the past. Paul said, I press on towards the goal, forgetting about the past. What am I supposed to do with the past to get to my next level? I'm only supposed to forget about it. Pastor, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Do you know how much that guy broke my heart? Do you know what he did to me? Pastor, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Pastor, please listen to my case. Beloved, hear me. I may hear you, but I cannot change the past. I can do something about your future. If only you also hear me. I came to tell somebody, if you want to change the past, forget about the past. I mean, if you want to change the future, forget about the past. There are ladies here who can tell me every hey, pastor, you know something? That man chopped my took my money and ran away. Pastor, oh, baby, look, I will cast the man. I brought the mystic decided never to let it go. Pastor, you don't understand what I'm talking about. If only is in the past, whenever you pursue the past, can I tell you something? The past has no future. Anything that has no future is, is in the grave. So the Bible says that even a living dog is better than a dead lion. No matter how terrible and no matter how, I mean, powerful you think you are and no matter how wicked you think you can pay the person for the past, I came to tell you, as long as you are dwelling on the past, you will end in the grave. Nothing will come out of you. Do you know why? Because the womb of the future is the present. The womb of the future, the present is carrying the future in its womb. If you will understand this wisdom and understand this language, beloved, it is time to walk like a pregnant woman and not to box like a boxer. If somebody hurt you in the past, don't don't fix a blow looking for the person to punch him. Remember, you carry a baby which is glorious. It's called the future that must come forth. Concentrate here. If you know there is a womb there, you won't throw a punch. I have failed before. It defines the past. Pastor, I have succeeded before. Nothing in the past is good. I say nothing is in the past is good. There are men who bought the best Mercedes Benz in 1980. But when they bring them out right now, though it was the best car then, now it is the most disgraceful car ever to drive. Don't dwell in the past. Not even upon your achievement. It has nothing to offer. Because your achievement will bring contempt and cause you not to move on into the future. You will settle on that. 
and you realize that you will miss the glorious future i have been young now i am old i have always understood that the future is always better than the past one day i told a young lady who i almost fell in love with whilst I was growing up she asked me why don't you want to I told her I said many years ago I met a lady I thought she was the best but as I met you I realized you are better than the person I'm beginning to think ahead of you there is a better person than you she started crying as I'm sorry but that's how I think child of God lo and behold when I met my wife I realized that I've gotten the best somebody is telling you you are not good for him somebody is walking out of your life actually he or she has walked out and you are still crying you are still weeping you are still yelling you are still in bitterness the guy doesn't deserve your emotion baby the guy doesn't deserve your emotion baby you cannot destroy your heart for such a thing there is always a better thing in the future. I said there is always a better thing in the future. Whatever 2019 cannot offer you, it means it doesn't have it. I say whatever 2019, if it could offer you this, it means it doesn't have it. But I prophesy it in 2020. I say I prophesy it in 2020. If it couldn't offer you a husband, it means it doesn't have it. Don't fight your life. Don't don't destroy yourself on what they cannot give you. Baby, I love you. I don't love you. Let them go. I promise you, there is somebody who is going to, going to be over over overhead with you. Somebody who is going to who is going to say, I don't know what you've done to me. I can't just understand. I feel like I feel like you have casted a spell on me. I feel like I'm under a spell. I, I can't control myself. I've never seen a beautiful girl like you. Hey! The same person. Sunny Pacrona. That is said you are nobody. The same person. Somebody say 2020 is my year. It is loaded with goodies. For my sake. I'm coming up for it. Look at somebody tap the person's shoulder and say, boy or girl, forget about the past. It has nothing to offer. Can I tell you something? The most glorious achievement you have ever attained. The most glorious achievement you have ever attained in your life actually is the starting point for today. Wow. 
What is the value of a broken record? What is the value of the, a broken record? Don't you know me? I was the best 100 meter runner in hey, 2001. How did you hear about me? But some Hussein both broke your record. So why are you posting with what is past? Stop boxing with the past! I forget about the past. And I press on towards the goal. There is a glorious call ahead. There is something more beautiful. There is something more powerful. A nation is waiting for you. I say a certain company is waiting for you. A certain manager is waiting for you. A certain beautiful nurse is waiting for you. I say a certain country is waiting for your manifestation. And you are here wasting yourself on Sodom and Gomorrah. You are here wasting yourself on Sodom and Gomorrah. Beloved, hear me. The sisters have been taken already on Sodom and Gomorrah. But there is a plan for you. Now, so yourself. As a church, can I tell you something? God is in the future. I said, God is in the future. I said, God is in the future. I read a Bible the other day. Do you know what he said? He said, the end of a matter is far better than the beginning. In my beginning, it may not be beautiful. It may be small. It may be nothing. But I came to tell you. Point this finger on a brother and tell the brother, you are the prophet of your future. Tell the person, you are the prophet of your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. How can you how can you convince me? It's happening in the future. When we when, when we're in Adisadel College. When, when, when we were we? Oh boy, what are you now? What is saying? What matters is what is present. Can I tell you something? The best gift a person can have is now. That is why we call it present. Past, present. Past, present. It's a present. The same way we spell present as in a gift, that's the same way we spell present as in now. It is the greatest thing that can ever happen to you. Senya ye spell it a check yes and bring praise yes spelling. It's not saying you can see a bit to me and see what I'm telling something. Your greatness is not in the past. You were a great footballer yesterday. What are you now? And now Bobolo Pana in print print saying I would say the yastic of yesterday is defined by the state of now. All the things that happened yesterday put together, cooked your present. Whatever will happen tomorrow is dependent on today. That's why you don't have to call yourself a failure because put something into your coconut to fail and to know you failed. It's a knowledge of the past. in the past. 
Lot's wife looked back. Lot said, The town is small. But I am the determining factor of the state and the happenings of that town. Beloved, hear me, girl. You may have soiled yourself in the past. And even a name for yourself. Some of you may have gone to sales and come. You are almost accepting you're a bad boy. Don't identify your present with your past. It is not in existence. It's not there. There's nothing like that. It only exists in imagination. I say it's not there. Uh, pastor, that's how they call me. Can I tell you something? Jesus was going to heal a, a woman, a, 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 a girl of 12 years old, and on his way, a woman with an, a problem of 12 years old. That means that somebody's fullest life is somebody's challenge. The day the girl was born was the day the woman was infested. And when Jesus was on his way going to heal that woman, that girl, the lady prophetically saw that there was a 12 year old solution on Jesus the man Jesus is carrying an anointing that is able to clear 12 year challenge so he tapped into that prophetic uh, I mean oil since it was a 12 year old challenge and the anointing is supposed to solve 12 year challenge it moved from Jesus to the woman the woman was defined already all doctors had records on her they knew her for her problem but the woman didn't define herself she saw always that she can be healed one day and when she took the anointing from Jesus' life there was nothing else to sustain the 12 year old girl so the bible said the 12 year old girl did what? Die. So the Bible said that they called Jesus and said, called the, 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 the man whose daughter was, he said, Don't trouble the master, for your daughter has already died. So it means that all was, all was over. But you see, what the man didn't know, or what the people didn't know is that Jesus was not only the Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power that means that Jesus was a carrier of an anointing that comes from the Holy Spirit the Bible says he went about doing good but when it comes to his identity he stood out one day and said I don't just carry the anointing I don't just have power he said I am the resurrection and life I am the resurrection and I'm the life. So when the anointing is gone, my identity will show. I am resurrection. Child of God, it is not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. Put your hand on your chest. It's not too late for me. It's not too late. 
What is that thing that happened? 2019, Pastor. 2019 was so bad. It wasn't too good. Pastor. I mean, we all saw in this church. And people thought it was going to collapse. Said, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything? Is there anything too hard for me? They have not yet seen your glory. There is the time for the mega, and the time is now. If you can see the mega, he said, As far as your eyes can see, as far as your eyes can see, I have given it. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Yes, Lord. Glory. Certain attitudes have created certain attitudes in our life and has brought us this far. But whatever was the case, whatever was the case, if it's in the past, it has no hold on you. Isaiah 43, verse 18 to 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. It's a past head. Don't dwell there. It's a past victory. Okay, sorry. It's a past victory. Don't dwell there. When I had visa at first and went to Dubai. Don't dwell there. Whatever happened yesterday, they may call you with a name, but what they don't know is what you are becoming. I say, What they don't know is what you are becoming. The reason why the devil cannot destroy your future because it doesn't start from outside, it starts from inside. Look at what the scripture says. The verse number 19, the verse number 19, look at what it said. It says, See. I am doing a new thing. And then he said, Now it springs up. Where? It means that the seed is there. The seed of the future is there. You can water it to break forth. When does the future start? 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 Say my future starts now. But you know what God said? He told him, See. I can't hold it, but you can see it. So for me, send to me some more. And so I can't see with my eye, but I can see so the, the for eyes me, of your so to me, so to me, what Anyhow, you can see, see. I told the media people yesterday. I said, get me a big design. And I'm catching media of crowds of people. Put it right in front of me at the office, so that any time I look at it, I know where I'm going. Design. I know where I'm going. See. Forget about the past. Forget about the past. 
The past dwells in your memory. The future dwells in your imagination. Every great person, listen to me. The size of your memory can be defined. But the size of your imagination can never be defined. You can only remember what has ever happened. But you can never measure what, you are, what is about to happen. The devil can tell you who you are because of what has happened in the past. But he can't tell you what you are becoming because of what is about to happen. I say he can't tell you what you are becoming because of what is about to happen. I see something mega coming up. I see something mega. Something mega. Something mega. How many of you have seen a church that changes auditorium in nine months? I prophesied in the name of Jesus. 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 Oh, Pastor, we know that when it comes to a church, you have to take your time. There is a dimension of church growth when you, you when you arrive in your own church auditorium, you realize the place is too small. The place is too small. So what do we do? What do we do? And the, the thing keeps growing. So what do we have to do? Pastor, let's build another one. And we'll be compelled that we must finish this in nine months. I see and I say it and I prophesy it and it shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus, I think one of the smallest temple we can ever build is this one. This one. I think it will be one of the smallest temple we can ever build. Today we are celebrating this temple. Can you imagine? You have a you have a very funny and interesting pastor. I was just thinking. Oh, about so when he can. I called I called Tino yesterday. I said, Tino. And we, I'm sp- afraid, Tino. we spoke about a land just around the jungle welfare. What is happening? I said, go and check it. Tell the people we need it. And I'm saying, A man that has the future in view doesn't value money. I hear Now he offers money for the future. That's all I said. Talk to them. If we have to give them our money for them to chop, the moment they chop our money, the land is ours. So I started thinking, what will I call that? What will I call that temple? And a lot of names that come to my said, no, 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 no. I said, I need something military. I need something military. I need something military. And the design must look so militarized. I have, I have, I have gone into the future. Some of you are thinking about Ecclesia. I am at Chelsea already. I am gone. You are thinking about this. When Bishop Chris was preaching, I said. God spoke to me and I was not aware. Bishop Chris, and they make a preaching. I'm going to say, I'm going to The woman he said, We should break bread. I said, Ah, no wonder there's a restaurant in this temple. No wonder there's a restaurant. 
Do you know this temple has a restaurant and it has a kitchen? So ask for the bread. We will break power. We will break power. We will break power. We are starting from here. Kitchen or no kitchen? Breaking of bread. Yeah. Yesterday I had I had I had a nice bowl of fufu. And, and some of my pastors were around and I said, Ali, that they say we should break bread, no fufu. We can't break fufu, so what do we do? <laughs> Let's go and buy bread so that we break that one. Somebody shout and say, I have a future that is more glorious. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Don't allow anything to define you. Pastor, I failed my BC. I failed my in the past. There's something greater ahead. I said there is something greater ahead. He said, Behold, I do a new thing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'll give you these two statements that I. You see, the difference between the poor, the average, and the rich is the fact that the poor lives in the past, the average lives in the present, but the rich, he lives in the future. Yeah. Rich people are always futuristic. An average man is always thinking about salary, monthly, give me something, let me pay my children's school fees, wait for the next month. No, no, a rich man, a rich man doesn't have a regular salary. A rich man has an irregular income of what? Money. It can come. Today he can get 100 million. Tomorrow he can get 200 million. At that time, the average man is, has just gotten 50 million. He's waiting for next month for another 50 million. See, I choose to be rich. Is it in money? No. It's in how you think. If you think futuristic, you can be rich. Unfortunately, we have wrongly defined what riches is. We think that is the possession of money. No, 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 no. It's not it's all about possession of money. Yes. When we go for war, and you take a 12 year old boy for war, and you give him a double edged sword, though he has a weapon, but he has a destructive weapon, that will destroy him. But when that same sword is in the hand of a mature person, so having plenty of money is not the answer. But a quality man with a lot of money, you can never, never overtake such a person. You have to be blessed. So as you are moving from 2019 to 2020, my advice to you is that no matter how the past was, 
Whoever did whatever, it's a man, a man of God called me and said he wants, to, he wants to come and then settle issues between me and another man. I said, I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with any man of God. I don't remember creating any issue for anybody. But if anybody has created an issue for me, then go and talk to the person. I don't have time to sit down with anybody. No, 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 no. I told him, I said, I'm going into the future and I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm not ready to sit for the past. Sometimes may be painful and you may have to be a good reason to sit down and talk. No, but what is saying to be a what's a what's not My wife traveled yesterday and now me reach to Kwan. She kept and she called me. Why are you? As I'm in the office. Now I'm saying, What office? He said, What are you doing? As I'm thinking, I'm saying, Jane. So she came from Cape Coast. She said, you should go home. I said, I'm going to prepare my message. He said, ah, so when I went, did you prepare your message? What were you doing? I said, I was thinking. Oh, but no, see, you coffee. I'm so I'm going to prepare my message. Or China, I cannot say, ah, me call the dad and wait to me. And another woe yet, then I'm running. I'm so I'm going And I was enjoying myself. Imagine. 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 You see, make time for imaginations. I have Take time. Hide yourself. Go away. Take a little book and a pen. Just and imagine. Think about, and you realize that all the pictures your mind is bringing your way, there will be one that would be so nice to you and appealing to you. And you would love your future together. If only you can arrest that one. Ah, I like this one. I tell you, you can become. Now listen to me. I was thinking about so if uh, in, in a month this whole place is full where do I organize overflow this was some of the things I was thinking about yesterday then I realized okay quickly I, was, I have to start working on the Sunday school sharing the place now turn your back and see already we are full so if another number comes to next week what happens it means that I say there is a certain church that can change temple in nine months. Because Esau never had understandings of what age meant. So, God will never give you what you don't have an understanding about. But what you have an understanding about, I say it is coming to you. That's why I took my time to teach on money. Teaching. So that as a Christian, you know what money is and why. Because you know, I was talking to Pastor Sami and he quoted a scripture. Jesus said, Go and tell John the Baptist that when he came, the, the, I, the, the blind man is seeing, the damp man is hearing, I mean, speaking, the lame is walking. Then he said, But to the poor, tell John the Baptist that. The gospel has been preached to him. That means that we don't pray people to, be, to become rich. We preach them to become rich. Yes, you catch here one say. A rich man. It's not somebody with full pocket. It's somebody with full mindset. It's rewiring of the mind. 
That is why the gospel, if you expose yourself to the gospel, they say it's a, uh, the, gospel, the gospel of prosperity. It's not like gospel of prosperity. The gospel will prosper. The Bible says the word of God increase and it prevails. It will prosper as long as you open yourself to. But the time, listen to me, if you, do, if you don't want to be poor, it is too Some late. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be poor, Some it is too late. You shouldn't have exposed yourself to the gospel. As long Can as you 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 are funny. What, sir? See her come. Look at this beautiful lady. How, how cute thing. and how nice she has dressed, and you are about to marry. And you meet this lady and another woman who has put cloth in her. They say, blah blah. And they say, choose one between this and this and sister. Say, blah blah blah. blah, blah. And <laughs> Which one will you choose? Oh, you choose this one. You choose this one. Are you sure? So it means that God has not even made a mistake. It means that you even like good things, and you are accusing God that, that ah, and you are saying because of prosperity. And I woke up say you your sempaka. Not just idea no. Aye, aye. I dream beer. Me say aye. I dream beer. Yeah. You are saying that for me. Don't dwell in the, in the past. I said, don't dwell in the past. If there is anything I will encourage you to do this morning, anybody who has offended you, forgive the person, move on. If there's anybody who has said something or done something, somebody has done this, I've done those, I've done pastor. If only the only thing I will tell you, listen, the only thing I'll tell you not to forget is what is about to happen. But if it has already happened, Listen, no matter how it is, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Don't dwell there. Do not conclude you have arrived based on your past retreats and do not define yourself by your past failures. And share and not so now Paul says something let's look at um, thank you he said I count myself not to have apprehended I count myself that means that there were certain achievements that could have easily lobbied Paul to think that he has arrived but Paul said, as long as those achievements are in the past, I don't consider myself I have arrived. They were once my vision, but they are now my past. They are not my mission. My mission is always to achieve the vision of the future. My father in the Lord told me, four times as he came here he said David don't commit any mistake twice don't commit any mistakes twice then he said make sure that when you fall don't rise out of the fall without a lesson Lift your right hand and bless the name of the Lord. Thank you for the word that has come. 
Thank him for the word that has come to you. Are you thanking him? Oh, then I see. Some of you would have taken your lifetime to hear this word. Now open your eyes. Acts 2.38. Stand there. We are praying. Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He said, Repent and be baptized every one of you for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. One thing I want to tell you is that it is your repentance of the past that hands over the gifts of the future into your hands. Your repentance of the past. Don't go after the past. When we talk about repentance, it means that turn and do not go back to it again. Don't do it again. The Bible said that if we confess our sin, it's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That means that whatever has happened in the past, if we can repent and confess and let go, we have a future that awaits us. It could be a mother, it could be a father, it could be a brother who has offended you. It could be even me, your pastor. I may have done something I don't even know. Who has offended you? I'm here to tell you. Repent of that way. But pastor, the person offended me. Why should I repent? Jesus said that if you carry an offering and you are going to the church and you remember that somebody has offended you, he didn't say when you have offended somebody, you deal. That's the stand. That means that when somebody offend you, Jesus is expecting you to forgive the person. Because there are two things that can hold you to the past. What you did and what somebody did to you. Whatever way by which it came, let them go. Repent of it. And then you, the future will be presented to you as a gift. Then you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. As we are here right now, the Holy Spirit will reveal to you the certain areas you have to repent of. Some of you may be here, maybe you have even committed abortion. You may have done certain things. And you feel, you see, it's, there are three ways you can forgive. Number one, you must, if, if you can 
if you can accept forgiveness listen if you can accept forgiveness you must first learn how to forgive yourself if you cannot forgive yourself you can't forgive anybody and if you cannot forgive anybody you can never be forgiven and forgive us as we forgive those who has trespassed so you may have done something against yourself you may have done something against yourself. whatever is the case look I want you to pray and tell God give me strength to overcome these things some of you your past hunts you your past it hunts you some of you the reason why you are not even able to come to church is because of what you did yesterday you almost stayed home your past keeps hunting you and try to tell you who you are. But you want to pray and say, Lord, forgive me. Because I forgive myself now. Give me strength to overcome every area that is challenging me. Every area that is making me not able to move into the future. I want you to lift your voice and begin to pray, Lord. Any area, if you can remember the, the area, mention it to the Holy Spirit. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Whatever is holding me back to the past. Whatever is holding me back to the past. I don't want to carry it in 2020. I don't want to take it into 2020. Help me. Let me cross over, Lord. Are you praying? 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 Come on, let him hear you. Let him hear you. Let him hear you. No matter the magnitude, no matter the height of what you think you have done, no matter the situation, if only it's in the past, if it is only in the past, then I want you to depart yourself from it by repenting of it. Repent from it. Repent from it. Repent from it. Repent from it. The Lord is about to take you to the future. He said, Behold, I do a new thing. 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 In the name of Jesus. As a church, whatever wants to hold us to the past, we forgive. We let go. We forgive. We let go. We focus on the future. We focus on the future. There is a mega church to build. There is a mega church to build. There is something great to do. That is our focus. That is what we are looking at. We focus on it. Lift your two hands up. Lift your two hands up. Sing the song unto him. Sing it unto him. Talk to him. Tell him. Touch me with your hands, Lord. Touch me with your hands, Lord. Come on, sing it. Let him hear you. Tell him. Let him hear prayer.
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.